Podcasting with Kerry Jones. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. This week's guest is a passionate competition angler. He is currently coach of the Irish youth team, which recently had gold at the international at Linklowedog. He talks about how the team won and tactics which brought them success. He also goes on to tell us of his brown bowl achievement at the senior international at Loch Melvin last year. Plus, talks of his love Alakon and Lean. Welcome to my chat with Dennis Golden. Hello. Hello, Dennis. How are you? Not too bad. You well? Oh, good, 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 yeah. Yeah. And yourself? I'm very good, thanks. I'm counting the days I'm coming over myself on uh, Wednesday. I've seen your post, yeah. You're coming over when? Wednesday? Wednesday. Well, Thursday, I'm actually travelling over. Um, okay, I'm going over to the to the west. So where are you based then? I'm based in Nemi. I'll be in sort of nearly in the Midlands. I'll be just on the outskirts of Dublin. So is I it? fish all the lakes. Oh, so where the right. boy is. Uh, that's where I am now. I'm born and bred in Dublin, though. Right. I thought there's a Dublin accent, a little soft Dublin accent there, I think. Yeah, soft Dublin accents is right. Yeah, I've been <laughs> out here too long. Well, it's good to finally chat with you Dennis we've been trying to get hold of you for uh, quite some time yes I've been a little bit busy with the youths of late um, but happy to be busy well the reason I wanted to get in touch with you first things first congratulations on a big win up in Clawedog thank you very much a team effort as you know um, management staff Aina and or sorry Eileen and Noel Farrar um no, no one on his daughter had did an awful lot of work before we even got there. And then the kids and the families that came with them, like big, big kudos to them for coming and putting the effort in. And of course, Julie, who who's um, lining up to be the manager for next year, and the parents, the fishing parents, um, Andy Duncan, Tom Sweeney, and Dinger Murphy, they all helped us on the day. So, yeah, it's a big team team effort, and we were lucky with what? We had 175 fish on final day. Scotland 169, England 152, and Wales, I think it was 109. So, yeah, we did really well. It's not our normal thing to do, um, fishing for a stocky sport. Yeah, it, it was good. So, your position there, you're the team coach, yeah? I am. I am. I'm the team coach at present, yeah. How, how long have you been coach? Well, I, I helped out last year as coached, and then I had, I think I had 12, 11 years before that, uh, before I went to America and came back with my work. All so right. I've done 13 stints now with youth. Didn't, didn't uh, the youth have gold last year as well? The youth, yeah, yeah, we've actually done three on the trot. I don't think that's been done before, is it? It's never been done before in the history of youth, as far as I can know, or 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 seniors. 
that's quite an achievement, really. Because especially it, on a water like Cluedog, like if you'd have asked me, I'm not really a betting man, but for anglers fishing Cluedog, you'd think the Welsh team would have been favourites, living on the water almost. Ireland, known for its really good quality wild brown trout fishing, you really turned things around and done the business in Cluedog. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, we had two days practice on that lake. That's all we had. And we had to, and I'd never seen that lake before. No. Now I had, I had people, no, I'd never seen it, never seen it. I had some lads over there giving me ideas about the lake and whatever, and talking to people that had fished it before. But to be honest with you, um, I do what I normally do is I, I clear the canvas and do what I normally do is, to, you know, section off the lake, put mets in different parts, put kids on different parts, only give them X amount of flies, and we work from there. And day one is where, like, I'd love to have four days. But we only have two days, so the fourth day is to find out where the fish are and what mets they're on. And the second day would be the honing on them. Yeah, it was the first time I, I'd ever seen that lake. What do you think of the lake? It's Russell and Gaza have done an amazing job for what they have out there, like, I mean, it's stocky bash in heaven. It's not even that. Like, I mean, I, I know all about the beetle fishing and that. I've read about it. I've looked at videos. Well, it's, if you go out there, you're going to catch. Yeah. You know, it, it's an ideal venue to have a youth competition on because everyone knows where the fish are on final day. They are up big um, and up the other arm at the cages and they came out of the dam on the second practice day. So, there's really two or three areas that the fish were in, and that was it. Yeah, and yeah. everybody knew what they were, and it was up to the kids to battle it out on that, on the playing field. And, you know, we were lucky. I mean, we weren't lucky. We did the work, but, you know, the kids really outperformed themselves. Like, some of our kids wouldn't fish in boats that often, and they'd be more bank anglers, but, a few practice days, you know, qualifiers over here in Ireland, and then getting out with experienced anglers in the boats. It stood to them, and they all they had to do was fish. Do you know what? One thing I noticed when I looked at the results, nobody out of the four countries blanked, and that doesn't happen very often. So everybody no, did no, catch that. No, Gaza and, and Russell made sure of that. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of credit has to go to them for that match. Yeah. So you you know when you find, I guess you get the trials over in Ireland to pick the team, um, knowing that it was going to be in Cloedog, did you fish it on the trials on like a, a stocked water or where did you fish the trials to get in the team? Right, okay. So we have a lake, I'm sure you've heard about Loch Lean in Collinstown. Yeah. Um, it's a rainbow water. We won gold on it last year. Um, it's one of my favourite waters in the country. It's top of the water fishing, no matter when you go to it. Well, unfortunately, the day uh, yeah we had practice days on it, but they're not they're not your typical rainbow fishery. You won't be pulling lures at them. It'll be nymphs and it'll be dries. It won't be it won't be blobs and boobies, guaranteed. Um, so we were our first trial was on buzzers, I think, and the second one was on dries. We have to go to other venues to get the fishing, smaller venues to get the fishing that is in the UK, in Scotland, England, Wales. We went to Lochana, um, 
the club secretary Terry um, let us fish uh, a practice day on it. And only for that practice day, our lads would not have been able to use deep sinking lines for, for probably the first time from a boat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how hard it is for us. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, uh, the English, Scottish, and Welsh can go to any lake really and fish them lines. We have to pick a venue and go and fish them lines yeah. with the team, yeah, yeah. which we had to do. I haven't fished Loch Lean. Uh, I've fished the other one. So you, have to, you, have to go, you have to come over in September. Um, the last two weeks in September, Tommy Fagan and the Loch Lean Angus do an amazing job in that lake. It's unbelievable. There's there's one rainbow water I fished over in Ireland, and that's Knockaderry down by Waterford. Knockaderry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lovely water. But that's more suited. It's very similar to what we, we fish here. There's Chew Valley, and it's yeah. quite shallow all the way around, and there's hoppers, you know, shuttlecocks, dries, nymphs. Yeah. It's that sort of water, you know. Um, I love the place. That's something special. Well, uh, Lockerberry is a lovely fishery. It really is. Get come over and fish Lockerberry. Yeah, Super yeah. charged rainbow. It's really, really good fishing. So, what would you say was a the key thing? It was down to how you won gold. How, how we performed. Um, teamwork. There's in in our we're the four. We're not we're not the Irish team. We're we're made up from four promises. Like there's no Northern Ireland team, there's four promises. We fish as the four promises. Um so there's a group up in the north of Ireland in Ulster. Um Joe Owens and Damien Devine um run a thing called Frogs. And they do a lot of tuition with the kids and bring them to a certain level with their casting skills and that. And then they come and fish the trials and then we take them from there. Now there's we've had we had um, second caps and tour caps on the team as well, and they know how to be, like they've been coached before. It's all to do with coaching and kids listening to you and working as a team and figuring out things as a team. That's what it has to do with. It doesn't matter if you're the greatest angler in the world or the worst angler in the world. Once you get into this team thing. Your fishing improves. Your confidence improves. That's how we we won it because, you know, the kids listened. Stocky bashing is stocky bashing. It doesn't matter where you go in the world, in the pond, in the river, or whatever. You meet the fish and they be on colours and then in the afternoon they go off colours, they go onto blacks and then they might come back on colours from the place when the boats disperse. It's not very scientific. As as regards, like wild wild trout, wild brown trout fishing will be a little bit harder. Well, if you get it into the head that there's certain techniques that will work at certain times during the day, and you know they get confident in that, and then the kids actually talk together and have the crack together, and they have a great experience when they're on teams like this. Bonding, you know, it's bonding. Like some of these kids have never met each other before. It's knowing and having um, faith to change tactics where you've you've been catching on something. And a lot of yeah. people I know, they'll just, they, they say they had 10 fish in the morning. They're afraid to change then. But, you know, oh, no. stick through it, stick through it, thinking they'd come on. But you need to change 
knowing that you know the the fish if you want to still keep catching you've got to keep changing so fair play yeah it, it's really adapting methods to each kid's ability as well there's no point throwing them all out in die sevens or die fives or die threes because they all can't cast them you know some of them can cast bar some of them can't cast as far so you have to adapt the technique to each individual angler which is hard when you have 14 anglers and then you've got to adapt the flies they want to cast to what they're doing. And then when they change, like it, it, it's more complicated than just what it seems. Some anglers are more suited to different methods, maybe fishing better with drives yeah. and nymphs, and others will pull. So I suppose yeah, well, after the practice days, well, you know there were certain areas suitable for certain anglers to go to. Yep, that's it. Like, I mean, the bung, like, I love the bung. Um, I, I, I fish them here in Ireland. I get slagged all the time over it. I love the bung. I've caught fish in internationals here, in Ireland, on Loch Mask, in Cushlock Bay even. Um, the bung is something that is underrated. Um, and it's a, it's a very skillful technique. doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, I fish it a lot. So the bung... You have to fish it a certain way, certain times for the fish to react to it. Sometimes they want stags, sometimes they want to move, sometimes they want, you know, to take on the drop. We had kids that could do that and kids that could not get that into their heads. So, as I said, you have to adapt stuff to different people. Like, I mean, the bung would go down and some of the lads would hit every one of them. Other lads couldn't, just couldn't do it. So it's the same as any adult. Like, I mean, if I give a bung to a person who's never fished a bung before, like you, you're going to absolutely wipe the walls with them, but if they can see what's going on, they get a bit of confidence, and the kids encourage each other. Like I mean, the encouragement between the kids and the boats that I had out both days practicing was amazing. You know, like they want each other to do well, but adapting. Like some of our guys went from die sevens to intermediates to catch fish. Um, other, other guys just stayed on intermediate all day, all day. Um, it was mainly, we had flies that were working. Um, we had flies tied by, um, Jackie Mann, um, Sean, Chris, Aiden, um, a lot of lads gave up time to tie flies for us. Now we didn't use them all, but some of them worked for us. Um, Everybody has to give a bit. Was it the bang that actually no. got, caught most fish? No. 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 That's the question everyone wants to know. No, it wasn't. Because I was coached, they were going, yeah, it must have been the bone. No. No, it wasn't. It was the watching line, um, twiddling. Twiddling and hanging. Right. And they get, like, I mean, like, I mean, hanging is hanging. Like, everyone knows they're hanging. No, they don't. There's a way of hanging. And the kids, because they've been coached before, and then they're in boats with lads coaching them in the boat, hanging the flies is so important, that thing. Because the fish were being spooked, and they'd follow your flies to the boat, but they wouldn't take. But if you left it there long enough, they would. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, going from, going from colours, coloured flies, boobies, blobs, in the morning, within an hour and a half, changing to black flies, that kept your, you know, your numbers coming in. Yeah. And that, that was the key, and hanging them and slowing down. In the morning, you could do whatever you wanted until they stopped pulling, and then 
you know, slow, very slow. Well, well done. One thing I picked up on, you were saying you, you were fishing a bang, but you did you say you fished it on mask. I fished a bong anywhere. What sort of flies would you use for that? Buzzers. Um, there's buzzers hatch all year round. Oh, buzzers. People don't yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's something like 32 different subspecies of buzzers. Like, you don't always have to use grey boys, duck fly, whatever. Um, there's always, if if you look in the barrel outside your back door, there's buzzers in it. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mosquito yeah. buzzers, meat buzzers, whatever. They're always present. So when you're when you when you get stuck into an area where nothing else is working, what do they normally feed on? Other. I was on the local lake here now this week, and um, there's not a great deal of fly. It's mostly a terrestrial water where flies get blown off. It's a mountain lake. All right, but out in the middle, it's the same as the red so. Yeah, yeah, more or less. And uh, but you still see the odd dimple on around the lake, you know. So they obviously must take. Small buzzers, there's always buzzers in the lake. There's always buzzers hatching, no matter what lake. Um, Loch Melvin isn't known for buzzer, but the buzzer hatches in most evenings. You know, it, there are buzzers hatching every lake in the world. Even during the winter, when I'm fishing the stock ponds, doing winter leagues and such, um, it's like 16, 18, 20 buzzers. They're always hatching. Yeah, yeah. But if they're not hatching, they're always present. Put it that way. Yeah. It's encouraging that the, the youth are so strong because I've been coming over for years now. And it's only last year I noticed for the very first time that I was there for best part of a month. And do you know what? I could count on one hand how many anglers younger than me I saw in the whole time I was out on the lake, you know. And, it's a big problem we're having at the moment. We need, we need to establish different hubs around the country in the different provinces, like frogs up north. Open Ulster, sorry, not up north. Open Ulster. Um, we need to have hubs around the country to promote, you know, government funded to promote fishing. Because I noticed we really did. the number of anglers which were on the lake and a lot of them were dapping, there was a, a big yeah. percentage of them. They were 70 plus. Well, like imagine in 20 years' time, they, they're not going to be around. And it's going to be yeah, a different gonna, scene. Yeah. It's it, that's all I keep trying to tell everyone. Like I mean, yeah, you're enjoying your fishing now, but like, what about your kids and your grandkids? And why aren't they fishing? Like, it, it's really bad. I'm going away to Scotland now with the senior team, and I think I think forty is the youngest on the team. Yeah, yeah. Now, I used to be the youngest for years. Like, and I, I'm an old man. I'm forty eight now. I'm an old man now. Um, but. It's really bad to see what we have in Ireland and how little it's been used regarding fly fishing. We've spoke of the international, and I want to touch on some uh, info on yourself now. So you've obviously right. been a successful uh, competition angler for a good few years now. How many caps have you got to your name? I think it's I think it's nine or ten this year. I'm not. No, I think it's nine or ten. Yeah, nine. I think it's nine. Yeah. Um, really, the caps, the caps don't really bother me. It's it's you know winning winning the gold medals for for us for Ireland to win the gold medal. It used to be like you've no chance. Now the last three matches I fished, I won gold and the brown ball. So what's happened in Ireland over the last? 
six, seven years. I don't know, but I do. But other people don't understand that the Irish angler is now getting to travel to the likes of Brennan, Grafham, you know, uh, Rutland, all these waters where we never ventured before. Mentheat, like there's three or four groups of lads in Ireland travel to the Mentheat every year, the same to Brennan. Yeah. We're getting, not getting better at what we're doing. We're just, we always could, we always could nymph fish. Um, we always could dry fly fish. But we never had waters that we could use deep sinking lines or proper washing line fish. So, we, we travelled to all these places now. And I've been fishing competitions since I was 18, or 30 years. Yeah. Um, the Trout Fisherman magazine, that used to be my Bible because there was nothing else. The internet wasn't there. There was no nothing. That was my Bible. You know, now... Most of the magazines are gone. You have your you have your own one now. Um, I actually have it here in front of me. The Fly Fishing Journal, and there needs to be more of that around. Um, internet is all well and good, but having a hard copy of something is great to look back on and to read up, especially for the kids. But I do think, yeah, I've been around a while. Um, I've been lucky that my dad brought me into angling. Uh, when I was young, it was probably his excuse to get go fishing, to be honest. Did he fish the competition then, scene? He used to, not anymore, no. Right. He used to, he, he's, he's lots of Leicester badges. Um, he qual- qualified for his province so many times, he didn't actually get um, an international cap. He deserved one, but he didn't get one. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, but yeah, he, he used to fish them. Dad's now in the 70s. Um, he loves the golf. He loves fishing, loves Loch Conn, Loch Ennell. Loch Ennell's in the Midlands, a really hard lake. And Loch Conn in Mayo, I'm sure you know Loch Conn. Yeah. It, it's a lovely lake, it's nine miles long. Like I used to spend three It's That's where he goes now to fish. Right. I fished Ennell for the first time last year. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen your post up in that chair. Yeah, lovely it's water. A, it's a lovely lake. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I, mo- I missed a few fish. I didn't actually have a fish. We went for the evening we did, and it was one of these wet yeah. evenings, you know, but I'm going to go back to maybe next week. I don't know, but um, there's so many things I want to do. I want to go to um, Con if I get the chance. But one water I'm going to be fishing next week, or the week after, rather, is uh, Arrow. Have you ever fished Arrow? And who are you going out there with? Colin Dodd. And, uh, There's some 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 very good um, uh, guides up that way. Yeah, and I'm going to meet uh, up with his dad because they they've been uh, doing boat hire for years. And another guy I'm, I'm going to meet up with as well as a photographer, Mike Bunn. Do you know the guy? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, he's uh, he's a fisherman as well. And um, so I hope to travel around, not just fish the Corrib, but going back to the magazine. Yeah, it's sad. It's, you know, I used to work for Trollfishing for years, and he just fell off a cliff. Not just Trollfish. I mean, like most journals, magazines, the sales went down because of the internet. But I think it's turning. And as you said, the Fly Fishing Journal, I'm now the editor there, and I want to try and yeah. bring a lot more Irish content into it. It's, it's available now in Easton's as well as online. 
that's a big plus because we couldn't, like, my dad was asking me the last time I was in your magazine, he said to me, where can I get it? I said, well, you have to go to England to get it. You know what I mean? And now, because you have a niece and it's much handier for us all. It's really good. So you still compete now then? You say you're off to Scotland? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, sort of in between now. Like, I mean, I love the competition. So look, like, I live for competition fishing. That's what I do. I've always done it. Um, I, I, I course fish as well. I do all sorts of other fishing, but yeah, fly fishing is what I love. Like, I mean, I've been tying since I was eight. Um, it's really, I just love the competitive side to angling. People don't like it. Some people love it. I thrive on it. I really thrive on it. Yeah. Um, this, this one might be my last one. Um, senior, um, I, I want to try and dedicate more of my time to my two kids and get them onto the U team. So they both fish at the moment, yeah? They're starting. They're starting. They can both spin and throw a line, but um, Patrick, he's 13. He can cast a little bit. Liliana, she's only 10. She can't yet, but she will. A couple of weeks' time, I'll have her, I'll have her thrown into rings. So what is your local water you can see? My local water is Lochaline in Collinstown. That is your local, yeah? Yeah, it is my local. Lochul will be the other one, which is about similar distance, and Loch Enel. My dad loves Loch Enel. Yeah. But, um, I, I would prefer Lochaline. It's top of the water stuff. Loch Enel's a great wild fishery, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I spent half my youth with my dad. Um, but Lochaline, it's... There are rainbows and browns in it, but the rainbows in it don't really behave like rainbows. They're more top of the water fish, and they've always been top of the water fish. So it's all tries, and like you will get them on washing lines, you will get them some days pulling doors. But I prefer, you know, more like there's a huge hatch, there's a huge movement of snails on it. Um, they come up in their millions and they're the size of a pinhead or a little bit bigger. And yeah. they, the fish will come up like mullet sucking these in. And you, can, you some days you can throw the kitchen sink at them. You will not catch them. I don't care who you are. Another day you will catch 40. Well, perhaps I'll join you on, yeah. um, on Lean Monday. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you have, you have my number now. Um, it's only 40 minutes from the house. Um, the, the, it's you, a great, great fishery. You mentioned as well uh, Loch Hull. I did fish that once yeah. or twice years ago, many, many years ago. There was an international there. And, That's right. Uh, I was over there for that. I, I, I wasn't actually in the team that year, but I went over, and uh, I always remember we had fish. It was great. I, I, you know, it was a, it was a li- nice water. But oh yeah, it's. It, it, it. It's definitely, sorry, it's definitely getting a lot better recently because they put strip lights into it. Strip light browns. Now, see the fish that are coming off Rutland and just, you know, look at, look how lovely these are. They're coming off, look, all the very same. And the very same size. Jesus. You know, they're not the wild brown trout that I get yeah. on stealing every year, but they're, they're the same as what, what you yeah. get abroad. They're savage fish. They just put every, every, inch of food, every morsel of food goes into muscle and growth instead of into reproducing. Tell me, have you fished so, Loch Ree? I, I have not re I couldn't say I have. No, my legs would be stealing. Yeah. I spend, I, I 
I do okay on that. Um, I've had a nine pounder this year and a nine pounder last year. Loads of eight, sevens, and sixes in the last two years. Um, it's established like that. That is the cream of it. I go for eight days every year, and I had I had a great time this year. Um, would you fish it in August? So I, I wouldn't fish it in August. I would be more. See, August time is more competition time. See, I don't get pleasure fishing anymore, which I want to return to because of all the competitions we do. Yeah. So, so you have your qualifiers and then your provincial qualifiers and then your interprovincial qualifiers and then you get onto the Irish team and then you have matches. And then you have all the preparation for the matches and then you have team meetings, team days out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, no, I haven't fished three, Lean more lean. I, I'd be fishing lean an awful lot. But I, I, I'd head down the country every now and again, and, and you know, up the country fish Melbourne and that. Yeah. Um, Ray, Ray is a, a very good like um, that that time of the year, and so is Chelan. Chelan's yeah. starting to really fish again now. Once our water over here cools down, the fish start feeding. You, you just can't fish for. Yeah, yeah. Wild brown trout, except in the Mayfly in flat cam and bright sunshine, which so, are my favourite conditions. What would you say is your best achievement to date? The brown bowl, I guess. Best achievement? No, no. Um, last week. Was it? Yes. Yeah, like, I mean, personal achievements like a brown bowl, yeah, it's a fishing competition. You win it, yeah. That's great. I had. Yeah, there was tears when I won it, but winning last week when you're not expected to win with 14 kids, smiling their faces coming in, it was my biggest achievement. I won lots of things in my life. That was amazing. For us to go on the stocky bashing water, having two days on it, like a stocked water, I don't mean stocky bashing, a well-stocked water. The other teams had all the time in the world to fish it before us. Uh, I know teams were on the three weekends before us. Yeah, yeah. We had two days. Yeah. And for the kids to perform that way and respectfully win. Do you know what I mean? So where is it, it was, next year? It, we see, we don't know. It's in England. So it's Draycott or Glasson. All right. Are you going to be the coach again? They'll keep you on, no doubt. Oh, well, if you want me to, uh, I, I might chat. Yeah, you know yourself. Right. Of course I will. If I'm asked, I will, because I believe in you. Um, the system that's there at the moment. If you work, uh, like the lads I've worked with before in the youth system are now senior anglers, international anglers, some of the best. Um, to see it come all the way through is great. Yeah. I would love to see it see more in the youth within Ireland. Um, it's sort of a minority sport. Um, it's not GAA. It's not rugby. It's not soccer. But it's a sport where, you know, you will make friends for life for just fishing one match with them. You know that yourself. Absolutely. You fish for your country. Yeah. And that group of lads will be friends forever. And I've seen it. Like I've seen the first time Lads from Mayo, fishing with lads from Cork. Travelling to meet, meet each other two or three times a year. That's, that's what it's all about. 
I still fish with people I met 30 years ago. Yeah, like when you sit in the boat with somebody and spend the day with them, it's just you and him or you and her. Yeah. Either you get on or you don't. And if you get yeah. on with them, that's it, you're friends for life. Do you know what I mean? It's great. And and like that's what it's all It's not about winning with the kids. And it's not about this thing that's coming now, which is called the Grand Slam. Um, we won in every other country now, in the Four Nations, barring England, on the trot. So, this thing about this. But there's no pressure. There's no pressure. It's up to the other teams to be us. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we will do what we always do. We will try our best. Um, and talking to the kids, like, I mean, some of our kids had, in the last 10 minutes, they had two or three fish from the meat. You know, we had two kids on the team. We won by six fish. It was what? 175, 169, 152, and 109. We won by six. Yeah, yeah. Our two lowest bags were three and four. I brought them two kids up in front of everybody and I tagged them two. They had seven. That one was gold. You know, they were in tears coming off the deck. I said, God, what's up? Did I see a photograph of some of you jumping in the lake afterwards? We can't. We couldn't do it this year. We weren't allowed. We did it last year. <laughs> it must have been an old picture I've seen. I've seen somebody put a picture. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. All my stuff was was safely secured in the van to go into the lake or into the bus. But unfortunately, we didn't go in. Uh, we, we were told we weren't allowed. We were told we were just told by management we couldn't do it this year. All right. But, but we will do it again next year. We do it in Trey Cottercraft and wherever it is. I want to know more about this brown bowl as well. So tell me the story behind that and where it was and how you managed to get it. So we were fishing. Um, it was the first match back. After COVID? Um, after COVID, yeah. So we'd done a lot of practice on it. And like, I mean... The guys on the team were up and down from everywhere, fishing Melbourne. Now, Melbourne's a strange place, right? So you have salmon, which are the deep water fish, Daphne feeders. And you have brown trout, and you have ferox. So, and, sorry, and you have these things called gillaroo. Yeah. Have you ever seen a gillaroo? I fished them and caught them in Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. They're golden bars of bullet. They're absolutely... You can see if you see one throwing your flies 20 yards away. Usually in the sides, so, isn't they? Most of them. Always in the rocks. Yeah. Always in the rocks. Except in Mayfly time, you might get some um, taken dries off the top. But they're mainly in the rocks, in the most rocky areas you can get into. So, we went out and we did all the practice. And that was... That was all well and good and we came up with a plan and we were catching a lot of fish in practice days but the weather was going to turn nasty now when I say nasty on the it was probably the nastiest competition I've ever fished it was just the waves were huge I heard yeah I fished mass the last time and and mass like I mean one boat went over and this was even worse where I was where I wanted to fish was of course, I have to go to the worst part of the lake. Yeah. So I was going after Gillies. That was my plan. Gillies, Browns, and the odd time, maybe you know, my fluke or Gillies, or uh, Sonnen, which would be out deeper water. So I had to be tight into the rocks. 
But, you know, we did it. Um, with all the five tied up, we went out, and I was lucky enough to get seven. A couple of lads got five. Boatman was an absolutely amazing fellow. Um, my boat partner is now the Scottish captain for next year, or this year, so I'll meet him again. But, yeah, um, the team worked really well, and I was lucky enough to get the brown ball, which I always wanted. I always, it was, it's like, I mean, everybody wants the brown ball. So they were all Gila Rule you had? I had four Gila Rule, wow. two browns on, on the summer. Oh, no, I fished in the rocks. Yeah. In the rocks. Basically in the rocks. And, and, like, it was so, so windy that day, it was hard. To, like, when you were pulling back your line, it was going out of the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was that bad. Like, I mean, my, my Scottish partner, um, an amazing individual to pull up with while I pulled him through that day. And my boatman, the same. Like, I mean, it was it was nasty. It took us an hour and 15 minutes to get halfway back to where we were going. Going sideways on the way because he couldn't go into the waves. Yeah, I remember the day, the international day. There was a few boys I know from Wales going over. And they thought they were going to cancel it at one stage, didn't they? Yeah, if you drove straight across the lake to the far side, um, you were fishing fine all day. And all you had to do was drive in. But of course, me being me, I wanted to go where, fish where. Where I, where I wanted the fish, where I knew the ground. And we did we did months and months of work on that. Darren was the captain, Darren Maguire. Um, Bilal, the local club, um, Garrison, um, Lock Melvin Anglers. The amount of work they put in that international just to hold the event there. Um, Big Terry, um, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'll always be thankful for them. It was a great time. But... You know, a brown ball, it's great to have it. It it's really it is just a trophy, but it's a trophy that not many, I think there's 16 hours that I've ever won the brown ball. Yeah. Oh, nice to have. Nice to have. Oh, it is, yeah. I'm, I'm delighted to have it. Um, it'll always be there. Um, but as I said, things change in your life, and um, I'm going to sort of try a bit more with the, with the youths from now on. That leads me on to my next question. You've achieved so much. Have we got any goals left? I got a feeling I know what it's going to be. I'll probably see my son get his fourth senior cap. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or my daughter. But me, myself, will be the grand slam away. Yeah, I knew you were going to say but that. Then again, <laughs> but, 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 but then again, but then again, again, it's only a trophy. Um, it's more about the participation for the kids in the sport. You know what I mean? I'd love to get a brown ball in the UK as well. I think there's one gone, gone this year in Mentite, and my God, I'll try for that one. Um, it's okay winning one at home, but win one away is something different. But no, really, I, I don't have that many more goals. I see my kids, Fish to make friends, um, seeing the RSU team continue in the same strain and competing on a high level. Yeah. And then every now and again, me go out and try and catch a few fish. That's, yeah. It's all good. Like, I mean, I've done, I, I don't think I need to, to prove anything anymore. I, I've done most of what people want to do. Um, 
like I'd love to start writing again in the magazines that were written the Irish Angus Digest for 15 years I did a few articles for some other companies um, the Irish Angle's not going no more is it? no 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 the Digest um, stopped um, a good few years ago now yeah about 10 years ago yeah I remember yeah, it's it's very unfortunate. Like yours is the only one really that's part from Trout and Salmon. Yeah. Uh, fly fishing and fly tying, but like fly fishing and fly tying doesn't there's nothing in there for me. Uh, trout and Salmon's a lovely magazine. I wish they'd do more in the trout. It's a lot of salmon based stuff. Um, but your one covers a whole range of different things. But you give advice to the kids as well in here. Every. Every time I look at it, there, there's young people in the sport being... Yeah. Well, what I've decided to do, starting from this issue, actually, is to have uh, a youth spotlight on it. And we had one of your teammates, or well, team members, we had Aina yeah, O'Leary yeah. in it, yeah. Yeah. So each yeah. month, each issue now, we're going to get somebody from a different country uh, to get more yeah. youth into it as well, you know. But I want to get a lot more Irish into the issue. We've got, uh, i got a couple lined up now. In this issue just gone, uh, the one that's out now, is Peter Boyle. I don't know if you know Peter Boyle from Monaghan. I do, I do. Yeah, what a great angler, great thinking angler, you know. And uh, yeah, I've known him for a few years now. We've done a, a nice little piece on sedge fishing. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I'm glad that it's for sale in Easton's as well because I think there's market there for a, a great audience in Ireland as well, you know. Well, there's no other magazines. There's only a few of them, like, and and a new magazine will always be bought and looked at. And once it looks like that magazine you have, there's a lot in it. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed the chat and uh, we eventually got it together. But there's one more question mm-hmm. now to finish off is where would you want to be to make your last cast? Mm, probably my last cast. Probably on Loch Conn, on the Woodsbridge Shallows. I, I've spent a lot of time there. I used to spend three weeks every year on it. All my holidays when I was um, young, free and single. I've had so many memories on it. I won a boat and my, my dad's won a boat. And I spent a lot of time with my dad on it. His mate, which are now my mate. It's just, it's always been there. And the fish are, the fish that live in Nakhon, now they've got smaller recent years, but they used to be big, golden, buttery red spotted fish. Amazing fish. Just the memories, it's, what fishing is all about to me is memories. It's not accolades. Like yeah. I, I like getting the accolades. It's the memories and the people you meet. Like I go down to Lacan and I'm like a local. It's great to be accepted. I don't feel like, you know, I'm a tourist. So that's why it's friends, near enough family and just the memories and that. Like that would be the place. Well, thanks for the chat. I, and thanks very much for contacting me and promoting the youth. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome, Dennis. I'll be in touch soon. All right, mate. Take care. See Take care. Now. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye now. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to listen to more, please consider becoming a Patreon. We will get weekly podcasts and access 
for over 140 episodes, behind-the-scenes photography to go with each episode, plus other exclusive content and prizes. To become a Patreon, visit patreon.com forward slash castingwithkerryjones, or you can find the link on my website, castingwithkerryjones.com. That's all for now. Tight lines, and may they always be up in the wave.